Hello, everyone. Welcome again to another Word for Today with Ray. Always so thankful that you're with me, and my prayer for you and for me is that we'll grow in His Word to learn His ways that our lives will become examples of what it's like to live as Christians in this world so that others will see our lives and they'll just want what we have. We want to be a great reflection of Jesus Christ. And that's why we pray. We ask the Lord to bless our time together. So pray with me, if you will. Heavenly Father, we do pray that you will bless our time in your word. We know that you want us to have it. You provided it for us. You've given us your Holy Spirit to guide us into all truth and to empower us to live according to that truth. So we just yield ourselves to you today. Open our hearts and minds, eyes and ears, Lord, that we may be able to receive that which you have prepared for us today. And we thank you for these things in Jesus' name. Amen. The title to today's lesson is Resurrection and Suffering. It's taken from the book of Philippians, chapter 3, and verse 10. As Paul the Apostle explained the inadequacy of the flesh to develop a relationship with God, he used himself as an example. Though his heritage, upbringing, and self-righteousness was greater than anyone else, they were still incomplete and counted as loss and dung compared to his faith in Christ. In chapter 3 and verse 10 of his letter to the Philippians, Paul shares three reasons that he has the righteousness which is of Christ and not of himself, where we read, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship ship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death. The verse begins that I may know him. The first benefit to Paul having the righteousness which is of Christ is that he may know him, which means to know, understand, perceive, and have knowledge of something. Jesus said in the Gospel of John in chapter 17 and verse 3, and this is eternal life or life eternal, that they might know you the only true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. Paul's idea was that because of the righteousness which is of Christ, he would immediately know Jesus Christ. This intimate knowledge cannot be obtained in any other way. The verse goes on to say, and the power of his resurrection. The second benefit to Paul's requiring of the righteousness of Christ is the power or inherent power, power residing in a thing by virtue of its nature or which a person or thing exerts and puts forth of his resurrection, which is rising from the dead. The miracle working power of the resurrection was demonstrated in Christ's life when he was raised from the dead. And Paul desired to know that special demonstration of God's power working within his own life. The verse continues, and the fellowship of his suffering. The third benefit to Paul having the righteousness of Christ was the fellowship or the Greek word koinonia, and it means fellowship, association, community, communion, joint participation, or intercourse of his sufferings. Sufferings means externally misfortune, calamity, evil, affliction, and enduring. And certainly Jesus knew what these were like as he went through the agony of the trials, afflictions, and sufferings that led to his death on the cross. Paul desired to know the intimate closeness of Christ's sufferings, which are obtained through faith in him. 
Finally, the verse says, and being made conformable unto his death. As Paul would suffer, he would be made conformable, which means to be conformed to, receive the same form as unto his death. By enduring the intimate sufferings because of the cause of Christ, Paul knew that his fleshly desires would be put to death, and therein he would relate to the willing death that Jesus endured on the cross for everyone in the world. Because Paul was willing to know the fellowship of Jesus' sufferings, he would be formed and fashioned in a manner that was likened to Christ's death. His flesh life would be put to death, and his spiritual life would relate to God. Many love the idea of knowing Christ and the power of his resurrection, but many do not enjoy the fellowship of his sufferings. Many desire to know God intimately. However, they only want the benefits of his power and not his sufferings. How about us? Are we willing to allow Jesus to conform us into his image through not only his power, but also his suffering? As we ponder the idea of intimately knowing our Savior, may the Lord help us know the benefits of his power and sufferings. And may the Lord work in us the fashion and form that he has in mind for our lives. Next time, Paul shares the added benefit of knowing Jesus intimately. So read ahead and we shall join together then. Until tomorrow, there is more. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace as you continue to study his word in Jesus' name.